Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. And the crowd goes wild. Yay, 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 yay. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Um, for those of you who are listening live, first of all, all around the world, I've got people from Algiers on the line at the moment. Uh, I just want to say hi and uh, hello. Today is a very, 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 very special day for me. Probably the, one of the best days of the year, one of the best days of my life. Why, you may say? Hmm. December 4th, 2002, in about four hours from now, live time, I will deliver two seven-pound Super healthy, amazing children. Yes, today is my twin 17th birthday, and I'm going to do that goofy mom thing and just talk about it because it's fun. I don't do it a lot. My show hasn't fallen on their birthday in seven years, which is kind of how that works. So a um, couple of things for my entrepreneurs listening. I am an older mom. I had my babies when I was 42, and I'm really glad that I did. I'm really glad that I waited. Uh, part of it was not intentional. I was going through the passing of my parents to cancer. And for five years there, it was a really not a great time in my life and just couldn't get pregnant. And then, you know, amazing. God is good. And I got two beautiful babies on the same day. And for those of you who are keeping track of how woo-woo and spiritual life really can be and looking for signs like I am always, my little babies, little boy and a girl, were, and you know this is a mom, were conceived on March 20th, which is my mother's birthday, the first year after she passed away. And they were due, and the doctor figured this out, that they were due on December 7th, which is my father's birthday. Now, I'm going to say, I'm not a mathematician, but I will say the odds of boy-girl twins being conceived on one of your parents' birthday and due on the other is probably one in a billion. And you wouldn't even know to think about that. That's what's so weird that it became apparent to me when they told me those dates. Uh, I did, however, you know, make sure I pushed him out early. Just didn't want to share my dad's birthday because that's also Pearl Harbor Day, if you guys don't know. And if you don't know what that is, a friend of mine and my family's over here, Patrick Wilson, starring in a new movie called Midway. So go check out that. That's coming up in three days. Unfortunately, one of the worst things that ever happened to America. But let's back to the best thing. All right. So how do you push out two healthy seven-pound kids and then raise them amazingly for 17 years? You live a blessed, focused, inspired life. You put other people first. You, 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 get, you, give, you give more than you get is one of the secrets. Um, and then all those other things that we talk about in terms of how do you get what you want in life. And I'm going to say that the only reason I get to talk about it in the way that I do is that I've lived it. And I've looked up to mentors and people who've gone before me to, to, because success leaves clues. And if you uncover enough, if you read enough books and listen to enough podcasts, you'll find the answers to a lot of things so you don't have to make the same stupid mistakes. To that end, I am very, very, very proud of a new book that is finally here after three years and much um, trials and tribulations. It is a beautiful book. It is called What Have You Forbes Lately? A collection of success stories from 36 entrepreneurs who manifested their dreams against all odds. Compiled by me, edited by Daphne Taylor Street and Tim Hotchkiss. It is a beautiful compilation book. These, everybody in this book has gone through Forbes Factor. And if you don't know what that is, please welcome to my world. We don't like to suffer in my world. Um, things may hurt. We talk about it. We deal with it, but we move on. And one of the things that Forbes Factor helps you with if you're stuck, 
at any point in your life. Most people are stuck from a decision they made in life long before they can remember making decisions, you know? So what happens is that you think you should be doing one thing and yet you do something else. Uh, you think you should be living the life of your dreams, but something in your head is, well, maybe you don't deserve it. And this is a real important thing. If you don't get that annoying little editor voice out of your head, you will be on your deathbed going, man, I wish I had taken more chances. I wish I had pursued the thing of my dreams. I wish, I wish, I wish. And that is no way to live a life. So we can circumvent that by Forbes factoring you. All right. Uh, the other thing that we're pretty good at in my world is getting you business-wise where you want to be. I have associated and helped create pitches for some of the biggest brands on the planet, everybody from Kim Kardashian to Billy Blank's Tybo, Jacqueline Power Juicer. I've had some monster hits. And what I'm doing now at this point in my life is just helping entrepreneurs, people who, who haven't experienced all that and said, wow, you know what? I see it on Instagram. I see it on Facebook, people making money and living their dream. There's definitely a blueprint. There's two blueprints. One is emotionally cleaning out your closet and getting rid of all the things that will keep you from success or even keep you from enjoying the success that you have. That's probably the biggest thing. I know depressed billionaires. Come on, can you imagine a depressed billion? Don't you have everything in the world? Well, it's true when people say you can't buy happiness. Although I'm going to say you may not be able to buy it, but it sure does make a nice vacation. So I'm all about making money. Money is about energy, abundance, and giving people what they want. Billionaires are that way because they've given something to millions and millions and millions of people. That's how that works. It's an exchange of energy. You know, unless you inherit it, people just don't give you money. And by the way, when that happens, you may think it's great, but then you have those doubts in your mind going, wow, do I deserve it? Am I good enough? What am I here for? So the secret is get happy. Whether you're rich or poor, the rich can be something you can easily acquire. Back to this. Why did we call it, what have you Forbes lately? Well, to Forbes something means to manifest it into your life, especially when no one else thinks it's possible, right? So, you know, give me an example, something in your life that you wanted, but mom said, oh, who do you think you are? Dad said, oh, you can't do that. Somebody in school bullied you for some reason and you just developed a belief that, oh, maybe they're right. Well, let me tell you something about them. They don't know poo-poo squat. They don't. And they keep telling you things. So what I fought very hard is to change the voice in your head, give you permission to be wildly successful. And then in this book, what we've done is each author has told a very amazing story in their lives. Uh, one of my authors was a Vietnamese boat person and watched her father die coming over to this country. Um, one of my students is actually no longer with us. There are some very powerful stories in here. Uh, they're, they're truthful, they're raw, they're honest. That's what you get when you've gone through a three-day training with me. And then they have three life lessons. The, one of the biggest kicks for me is that my daughter at 16 has a chapter in the book. I know. How did she do that? Uh, is it nepotism? Maybe. <laughs> but I will tell you that it's a beautiful chapter written by a 16-year-old who talks about every company should have a kid. Uh, what does that mean? Well, as we're going to meet two of our guests today, they're younger than I am. And I will tell you, they're probably feeling old because if you're over 21, man, you are already old. <laughs> At least that's what the media will make you think. And at 16, my daughter is doing well, but the pressure's on. I got to tell you, I'm happy that I'm not a 16 year old right now because you have to know too much. I lived in a very, very naive, wonderful world. And I'm grateful that I grew up when I did, albeit I have a lot to learn. And I have a lot to work out. But I did it. And I'm trying to find McKenna's chapter. If you're playing along with me, can you guys see? That is my birthday girl right there. Kind of a big shout out. Her chapter is called Happened. 
Uh, my name is McKenna Riley, and I forged allowing myself to be confident. I never let fear stop me. She's 16, okay? My mom taught me at a young age that overthinking is the only thing that will ever stop me from reaching my goals. And there she is with her mom on HSN. This little girl who I was kind of upset that she didn't want to be a dancer and an actress like I wanted to be and I was when I was little. She used to sit in the backstage of home shopping and she grew up being one of the most amazing marketers on the planet, okay? If you know uh, a funnel system and you know who Russell Brunson is, he's very, very popular. He shouted her out in front of 35,000 people in a stadium saying how amazing she is and he's going to see her next week at his event. Here's something else that she did and I'm going to, I started this with about giving back. And this little girl already knows the secret of this, and it happens to be her birthday. And on her birthday, she does do amazing things for other people. Her life lesson number three is called give back. When you give what you get, you get blessed twice, no matter how, no matter how or what it is that you'll be rewarded with. There are many reasons to volunteer. One thing you're able to do when your community wants and needs is by giving your time. An example of this is me and my friends like to go to the beaches and clean up. I learned this by doing it. It's, you know, it helps tourism, which boasts our economy. The second thing is that she started a charity, okay? She started when she was 15 with the idea of taking children who can't afford to go out on the water boating because we grew up, the water is everywhere here. And so when you have relationships more than just the people who work around you, you have a different type of being at home. An example is that I raised, get this, $10,000 to donate to boat kids, which takes lower income or disabled kids out on boat rides. One of these rides gives us an opportunity to meet people that she would have never met otherwise. And we've done some pretty, I'll just say it's pretty amazing. It's life-changing for all of us. And if you do want to know more about that charity, will you go to McKennaRileysBoat.com? McKenna Riley's with an S, Boat.com. But she's just one of some amazing stories. So to my little girl, happy birthday. To her twin brother, happy birthday. I love you guys very much. And so far, the best 17 years is so far made the best 17 be the next, you know? Yeah, I'm getting emotional. I don't want to do that. But I would like to introduce my first guest because she's sitting there and she's smiling and she's beaming and she looks adorable. I don't know if we should say that. But we're all about living unconditionally. And I've got a beautiful Brittany Carmichael. Now, one of the things about Brittany is that she is the founder of Shine School. And you should go to it. This is a very, very cool website. I love her before and after. Uh, I can't wait to hear more about this. So big rounding rounds of applause. Miss Beauty Guru herself. Thank you so much for having me. Literally listening to you is like, I feel like one, I'm looking at a reflection of myself. And two, I feel like you're my new best friend. And three, I think you could have been my mom for sure. Not that the age has anything to do with it, but just the confidence that you exude and what you've taught your daughter is exactly what my mother has taught me. And that ultimately is the message I'm on a mission to empower women with. Like, believe in yourself, honey, because no one else is going to do it. So you've got to be the one to start taking the action and going after your dreams, even if other people are doubting you and saying it's not possible. Well, hello, my new best friend. I totally agree with you. Um, how old yeah. are you? Uh, I just turned 33. Nice. So I didn't know any of this at that age. I had no idea. It must be an amazing time to be alive now um, to be able to take your message out because we've all gone through pain and I, and I've done a lot of this transformation work with people and I'm on fire with it. I have people crying my arms all the time. And it's funny when McKenna was little, I was being an actress and a television host and a fitness person doing, you know, what, what I thought I was supposed to be doing. 
and people were crying in my arms. At one point, I remember my daughter were in a chicken feed store. I'd gotten her chickens for, I don't know, we raised chickens for a while. And this woman somehow tells me about her rape story, follows me out of the store and is crying in my arms in the parking lot. And my daughter just looked at me at this point because it's certainly not the first or the hundredth time. She's like, mom, really? Everybody cries in front of you? What's the deal? And I thought, you know, as I've gotten a little bit older and walked down this road, I think it's when you walk in a truth, people can feel it. I spent time with Jack LaLanne. Do you know who Jack was? No. Okay. So this is the greatest, that, that breaks my heart because you're not young enough to not know. Um, he is the, he's the reason there's a health club in your gym or in your hotel. He created the very first health club in 1936. He's the godfather of fitness. Uh, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger's reason for being. And he and I sold a billion dollars worth of Jack LaLanne power juicers around the world. Well, I guarantee my husband would know because he's all about the fitness industry and teaching me about um, <laughs> old people that were like, world. oh gosh, who was he? He came out of Arlington and he was Mr. Olympia for many years in a row. Um, Ronnie Coleman. like, And mm. I ended up running into him on a cruise ship one time. And oh, I was wow. like, I know, I know who you are because my husband told me about you. Um, but well, I, I that's that so powerful. But I will tell you who you do need to look at is Elaine Lalane, his wife. She is 93 years young. She does push-ups and sit-ups every day, still is on her own. She buried her husband, sadly, seven years ago. But she is my role model because if I'm going to be 93, we got to figure out how to successfully get there. All right. So let's talk to you for a little bit. I'm sorry. I was just rambling on. Um, stunningly beautiful. But what an interesting transition from where you were. So tell everybody a little about your story. Yeah. Thank you so much. So it, it's interesting because... My mom, like I said, has been my inspiration for this entire experience. And something you said really resonated with me because in 2012, my mom had a massive stroke that paralyzed her and she could no longer speak. And I was just starting to learn about the law of attraction and how what you think becomes your reality. And so when she finally get, like regained speech a few months later, the first question I asked her was, Mom, why did you do this to yourself? And she Ooh. said because everybody needed something from me. And that was the moment that I realized that although she's loving and compassionate and caring and will literally pick up a stranger off the street, like questionable mom, but she's just so loving that she did it to a fault. And what I realized is that self-care isn't selfish. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to fill our cups and we have to be um, bold about setting our boundaries. If we're going to be these loving, nurturing empath women that have women come to us and cry at, in the grocery store, in the grocery store, because I've been a hairdresser for 13 years. And over the last 13 years, it's like I have a sign written over my head that says, tell me all your problems. <laughs> like, Just lay them out there. And I think you're right. It's about being non-judgmental. And you have to be in your truth to be non-judgmental. You have to know who you are and what you stand for to be able to accept and, and to love and to offer compassion and healing to those other people. So me wrapped up in a nutshell, I'm 99% unicorn girl. I grew up in the country of Farmersville, Texas, and I beat to my own drum and I was squashed in a box through going to public school and living in Farmersville, Texas. It's not like very eclectic or, um, 
allows you to be who you authentically are. And so I spent the first two decades of my life hating myself. I was 210 pounds. I always talked shit to myself on the, on the inside. You know, I didn't realize that my inner mean girl was like taking over the show. And it wasn't until my mom's stroke in 2012 that it was like a wake up call for me. Like, whoa, like we're not promised tomorrow. Like you could literally die on the operation table while having a hysterectomy like my mom almost did. So it was like, okay, like I need to take a look at my life and like get my shit together, you know? And so <laughs> I started like taking a look at every like aspect of my life. How's my health? How's my relationship with my partner? How's my relationship with myself? And from there I started making changes in my life and that's ultimately what set me on this journey of self-discovery. And now I'm on a mission to empower others to like, hey, look inside, like you're doing this to you, <laughs> whether you realize it or not. So it's about taking responsibility and then taking action on making the changes that we are being called to make, but we're not listening to our intuition. Well, one of the things that's great about you, and I want all my students who are listening to the show to look at Brittany's entire picture. Do you guys see the frame that you've set up for yourself? I'm assuming that's your husband in the back. Yes. Is that you guys? Yes. <laughs> so what a beautiful way. I'm looking at you and I'm seeing love over your shoulder. I'm seeing a very warm, bright pastel room. You actually pop off from the room and it looks like a painting actually between your lipstick and your shirt. And the whole coloring is just so inviting and yummy and intuitive. And so I want to applaud you for that because I think that's one of those things that I look for. The second thing is that I'm, we have a break in about a minute. So I'm going to ask you, have you seen this? Do you know what this is? No. Oh, see, that's the, especially if your husband's into fitness. So is mine. Mine's a reigning Mr. World Championship for WFF. He might know a thing or two. This is the coolest fitness product on the planet, my girl. This is. Does, can your mom move both of her arms? She can, but she has uh, like a lot of struggle with her right side. All right. So let me share something with you about a spin gym. This actually vibrates through your entire body. Even if I, I have to put the camera here, even if I don't move this arm, because I deal with stroke victims all the time, I can still move this. And the crazy thing is the energy goes all the way through and activates even muscles that you can't move. Mm. So this is your mom's Christmas present. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Uh, where are you, by the way? Where are you located? Uh, I'm in Frisco, Texas. Nice. And I'm in Tampa, Florida. All right. So we have to make sure she gets, you're going to be blown away as will your partner because it's the coolest fitness product. And I'll show you my Joshua doing it. It's, it's wild. It's what he uses for competition. All right, everybody. Um, we've got to go to a quick break. If you're um, watching on Instagram and Facebook. Hi, if you're my voice America fans, you know, I love you. Say hi to my producers. Uh, this is Forbes Riley coming to you from the Forbes factor. We're on the truth for health, wealth, and happiness. I think we found a lot of it today. So don't go away. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print. 
with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com again that's jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com voice america is where you are and where you want to be join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available don't forget to view all our live events including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. This is Forbes Riley. I am back. And I actually have a very cool treat. If you're watching the show, you can see him off my shoulder. That would be Joshua. Also, my lighting guy is actually going to go fix my lighting. That's what I love about him. <laughs> All right. So, Ms. Brittany, how did you meet your man? Uh, MySpace. <laughs> oh, my. Really? For real. Um, he, mess- he sent me a friend request, and I was such a sarcastic jerk at the time. And <laughs> I wrote back and said, if you're going to add me, at least say something intriguing. And he wrote back this long story about finding life's elixir, which I now know was like our soul's code word for like, he's the one. And wow. it just, I haven't been without him in a 24-hour period for the last 13 years. Our anniversary is on Monday. So it's so exciting. Oh, my gosh. All right. So give us a teeny bit of parenting. I mean, a relationship advice. What do you, you know, credit this to besides being just adorable? Oh, uh, well, you know, I wasn't always this adorable. <laughs> when we met, I was actually at my heaviest. I was 210 pounds. I had short black hair. And I was very angry, as was he. But we both had this commonality. We both were looking for transformation and to elevate our lives to, like, our fullest potential, but we weren't exactly sure how. And that's really what drew us together. My best advice is to be honest from day one. Like literally our first date, I cried and was like, I was sexually abused. And just, I put everything out on the table. I didn't hold back from who I was. And he has always seen that authentic, bright, shining light in me, even though I wasn't exuding it always at at that moment. And he says, 
true love is investing in another spiritual growth. And that's really what it was. We were both transforming and looking to become whole and who we really are. And that was our common goal. And it wasn't always easy, but we were always honest. Well, you certainly shine very brightly. You know, I have a, a thought here that I've never personally seen a burning bush. I'm very spiritual, but uh, so I don't know how God can talk to you except through other people. And it was very funny. Everything that you said in the beginning of this, the way you simply talked to me, I mean, imagine that my ears are hearing this because God has no other way to say about taking care of yourself. That's actually insanely true. And I'm like, I'm listening to it going, that's, I know I needed to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, so I also know that my audience needs to hear it as well. Uh, by the way, we are now joined, just so you know, I like to split my screen to a little panel time. Can you guys, because if we're doing live, we can see Miss Kristen down there. I don't want to just like have her just sit there and go, ooh. <laughs> so, you know, we talk about um, being awakened. Well, I love that Kristen, Smed and her last name is Smedley. Now, I would say if your last name is Smedley, you have to smile. It's hard to say hi, I'm Ms. Smedley without going, that's so fun, that's so cute. And her whole mantra is that life is funny, sort of. And so she's got this crazy, energetic, amazing spirit. And I would like to introduce her and have her say hi. Hello, Miss Kristen. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I will say hi to Brittany. Hey. hey Brittany. So Brittany's <laughs> on this. Well, we're actually, we're kind of just sharing about this whole crazy spiritual path here um, and how enlightened she is. Now, tell us about your Oracle cards. What is it that you have coming out soon? Yeah. So they're called shine from the inside. And basically I took my love of woo woo and I paired it with all the lessons from shine school. So each card is a representation of empowerment, equality, sisterhood, going after your intuition, going after your big dreams and really embodying self-love because we do all need those daily reminders to take care of ourselves first, guilt-free. And I wanted to make it easy for women to like have that inspirational, like, you know, girl on your shoulder saying, you're a badass, you can do this. Because I didn't always have that growing up, even though we talked about my mom being super supportive. She was also very critical too. So there was a good <laughs> balance of both. So I had to find my own inner cheerleader because it wasn't until I started believing in myself that any anything else mattered. It didn't matter their opinions and my effectiveness in what I was going after. So the Oracle cards are really to empower women and to remind them on a daily basis that you are amazing and your dreams are possible. You know, it's so funny because we talk about life happening for you, not to you. And I'm sorry about what happened to your mom. Um, but it seems that we really do learn from, you know, my dad spent three years in the hospital. I had 15 operations, one his hand. I totally understand that. Well, and it's well funny that you were talking about this. And then Kristen pops on because Kristen's whole platform was the fact that something happened to her that wasn't so normal. Shall we say yes? You know, we're talking yeah. about that today is my, my twins birthday. They're 17 years old and I am incredibly happy that they were healthy. That was one of the things that you pray for. Right. And yeah. so tell us about your story real quick. Yeah. So I, I was living the dream. I mean, I always joke that I was, I had such a perfect life. I would have gotten on my own nerves at this point. It was, you know, uh, you woke up in the morning, it was like Hollywood where all the sprinkler systems went on at the same time. And then, and I, I was a planner. I'm a Virgo. I wanted, you know, and I, I prayed and, and got prayers answered. And then my first bouncing baby boy that completed my perfect life. I found out at four months old, the doctor said that he was blind. And at that point, I had never even met a blind person. Um, knocked the wind out of me, to say the least. I mean, I crashed to the floor. And um, it was actually when he was three years old and I was pregnant with my second child that, that, you know, I had been praying blindness away for three years and fake smiling every day. And I crashed again and was still trying to pray it away and was having a massive tantrum. And it was my son at three 
that bounced into my bedroom and said, mommy, isn't this the best day ever? And that one line changed my entire life because I realized he did not have a problem with blindness. I did. And I was putting all of my hopes and dreams on him, crushing both of us. And I had to let it go. And I really think now that that's why I've got, I mean, there my kids are 19, 16. Michael's going to be 20. He's a sophomore in college. And I've got 16 and 15. Both of my boys are blind. It happened a second time. But when I tell you that I, and I'm, I'm divorced now with a horrific, horrific divorce, but I smile every stinking day. I've got a tribe of people around me that are unbelievable. I've got a family that's unbelievable. But that day when Michael said, isn't this the best day ever, literally opened my eyes to the fact that my perception of what's happening creates whether I'm happy or not about it. It's creating all my outcomes. So when I started to perceive blindness, it's just a pain in the ass sometimes that I have to work around. And really, it's not the issue. My perception of it was other people's perceptions. Um, once I changed that and realized it was just something to work with. I mean, look, you know, when you're, when you're carrying a baby and you're, you're ready to welcome them into your heart and your world, you have these amazing dreams, right? Like I was thinking football quarterback, baseball pitcher, valedictorian, you know, Michael has still gone on to do all of that. He was a football center. He wasn't a quarterback. He won a baseball championship and he was the valedictorian. He got to the top of every mountain he ever wanted to climb. It just- well, actually, yeah, you have to stop right there. Okay, so you had like the superstar blind kid. What's going on here? Like a blind baseball player? Tell me more. Oh, That's yeah. get this. So both of my boys are blind, right? They both play. They're three and a half years apart. They, they are so opposite. You can't fathom the oppositeness, if that's a word. So they play on this orange team in our regular little league in our town, which is an insanely competitive town. Um, they're in the regular little league. They, they adapted two small things for them. We had them hit off of the team. And they played the outfield with another guy because my kids have beautiful teeth and I didn't want their teeth ruined in the infield when you're playing with someone else. But these little adaptations and three years apart on that team, they both won baseball championships and they were both all stars voted by the kids because Michael led his team in RBIs for three, two years. And Mitchell was the fastest base runner. And he was so fast that we had to figure out a new way to have him. He wanted to steal bases. And the way the system was for him to run, it wasn't lined up perfect. And he was he was taken off and stealing. And he was like, you better figure out how to tell me where second base is because I'm out of here, you know. But they both have done, you know, Michael went to Nashville for college last year. It wasn't big enough for him. He's at Penn State now. Okay, so just so you know, Kristen, you guys, they are the definition of what have you formed lately. So to form something to manifest, especially when no one else thinks it's possible. Brittany and I here are going, wait a second, you've got two blind kids who are not only playing baseball, but winning at this. And then mom also manifested a valedictorian. How did you do that? You know what? Michael never knew that dream of mine. He never knew that I had this big dream of him standing in a, in a big auditorium, inspiring all these people. He just, it is in his DNA to be, Michael is just one of those people you need to meet. I mean, he just has this, it's not even an overachieving. He gets out there every day and takes life, everything that it has to offer. And, and it's funny, I said, they're so different. Michael is all about being independent and, and doing, you know, doing life the way he wants. And he'll ask for help when he needs to. 
right? And he's very proud to be a blind person that has accomplished all this. And then Mitchell, who's my middle child and hilarious, he is like, he said to me the other day, he's a junior in high school. And he said, look, my job, my role in this world is to bring joy to all these people that want to help me. <laughs> Mitchell has like a staff of people to do all this stuff that he wants. to. Well, let me ask you a question. Are you guys as a family like doing a TED talk about this? Because I don't know about you. We're not going to talk, but I'm like glued going. Wow. How crazy. Look it up. I have a TEDx talk I did in New York two years ago that um, talks about my journey from my moment of surrender. I, I call it um, in my faith-based speaking, I call it my Garden of Gethsemane moment where I was praying that cup away and then finally said, okay, my prayer became, if you're going to do this to me again, remember my belly's real big with my second baby, um, then you better send me all the tools and resources that I need because I said to God, we've known each other 30 years. You know that I can't handle this. I will crush and never, I will never get up unless you send me what I need. And when I tell you, talk about manifesting, everything started coming, including when Michael turned six, we met Eric Weimayer. That's the blind mountain climber. He's been on Oprah. He has climbed all seven summits of the world. And he had just come off Everest as a totally blind person. And my son at six years old met him. Wow. I that with Michael's brain hitting this trajectory of, he never saw limits, never. And I never put any limits on him, even though I will be very honest as a mom, there's been many a night, I closed that bedroom door, and have been in tears, like, how are we going to do this? How is he? How's he going to Nashville a 1000 miles away? How's he going to navigate a this high school that looks like a college with all the crap that comes with that with high school kids? And he blew it out of the water. But how does he do? I'm sorry, I'm just going, how does he do that? You know, honestly, Way back when I started researching every tool that he was going to need. There's a great debate in the blind community, Braille versus audio. And I did the research. I was a teacher. So I should, I should preface it with that. I was a teacher and education to me is your number one gateway. And if you are literate and educated and, and meet different people in this world and know different cultures, I think you can go really far. And Michael's a product of that. So I was very keyed up on his education. I also, I have this picture that, um, that I, I do in my speeches, Michael in kindergarten at the mailbox with his first day of kindergarten, his little bus tag, right? He's real little. That kindergarten individualized education plan team expected him to achieve at 70% of what the sighted kids would achieve. That was his 100% because he was in a regular school. And I was like, no, 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 no. If he's only finding his cubby and hanging up his jacket 70% of the time, we're failing him. We got to do his systems differently, right? So I think there's some probably some systems and things that we can learn from you. Yes. So Brittany, what are you thinking right now? I think it's incredible. And I also feel like, you know, Kristen, you got everything you wished for, but our dreams and wishes get manifested in ways that are, you know, not totally created by us so that we can surrender a little bit. And I feel like that's what you did is you surrendered. And because of that, your children are thriving and uh, realizing the dream that you have for them. Brittany, exactly. do you have children yet? Absolutely not. <laughs> What's the absolutely not? So we're never, we're never having absolute not kids? Not happening. Chris had a vasectomy before we met and I was very happy with that choice. <laughs> well, I got a couple you so want. I'm like on the opposite end. <laughs> I see a cat back there. I know that there's a cat going on. I do. I have a cat and a dog and I always say I didn't want children and then I ended up with them. You know, they just have four legs. <laughs> and it's funny because today we're celebrating my twin's 17th birthday. 
Happy birthday. And I will tell you, I don't care who your child is. You, you get nervous every time you close that door, making sure that they're safe and healthy. And, you know, yeah. it, it, and actually I was talking about the fact that I was grateful that they were, because like you said, there's some things you don't know if you can handle. And yeah. God's very funny about that. So don't tempt him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things for me was just having an incredible faith and in that when I was 42 at the time and I just lost both my parents and 9-11 had hit and I, long story, but we lost a lot of people that day. My brother was a New York City fireman. And I tell them that the miracle that my kids were conceived on my mother's birthday and due on my dad's birthday. That's just, you know, and to have a boy girl twin was like, you almost go, that's got to be come some sort of a joke. And then to push them out at seven pounds each. But the, the big thing was, you know, what can you handle? And uh, so I'm, I'm very proud of you because that's a, oh, so when I ha oh, my doctor said don't have an amnio because there's a 2% chance you could lose a baby that and it was, I was already pretty old, didn't want to go through that. So we had this kind of thing called a nucotranslucent. And they said the baby on the top is completely fine. The baby on the bottom, we can't see. And then the nurse started reading all these statistics. She said, well, there's a 62% chance of accident, 32. And I said, leave. I said, what? I said, no, I need to tell you this. I said, no, actually, you don't need to. And this is funny that you have that internal strength. No, you don't need to tell me anything. Uh, yeah. Odds are there might be a problem, and I've made a decision. It's 50-50. If the baby's really healthy or not, there's nothing else. There's nothing else I ever need to know. Don't freak out my brain, and just let's – thank you very much. So when the first baby came out, I will tell you, there was 10 minutes, which is going to happen tonight from 8.04 to 8.14, where you're like, hmm, you know? Yeah. What was your so? And I, what was your reaction when you discovered? Did you know immediately your second son was blind? No, and actually, my ex-husband um, invited the ophthalmologist. Well, demanded that the ophthalmologist come to the to um, my my hospital room. Unbeknownst to me, she came walking in. Mitchell was about twenty four hours old, and I was devastated. I'm like, give me, give me a few days here to just take in this this amazing little person before we go down that route. If I you know can confirm. Because it was a 25% chance of each pregnancy. So it was a huge, huge um, percentage. And they looked and said he didn't have any of the signs. But then at three and a half months old, he started having the same signs with his eyes that Michael had. Um, but I, I will tell you this, when Carissa, my daughter, was born, you know, the boys, I kept saying, they had a ton of vision. I know that they did. They were looking at me. And I've argued with specialists and all that. And then my daughter's born. And I say, I go through this moment in the TED talk where I, you know, they say in the books, oh, it takes a week for them to focus. A baby can't focus. I'm telling you that that little beautiful baby was born and she looked across the room at me and she knew that I was her mom. And that was one of those looks that the boys never, ever had. They just never had that clarity of my face. They've never seen it. They've never, I mean, people I'm known for my smile and laughing and my boys have just never seen it. But I will say, they have felt it. They, they are um, sound engineers at, at productions, theater productions, and they always know when I'm in the crowd because they say that they can hear me laughing. Um, you are just make, girl, we have got 10 seconds before I need to jump up to a commercial break, but you're just making my heart just explode. Hey, everybody, this is a very, very special show, uh, maybe because it is the kid's birthday today. Who knows? Uh, but I don't think you're going to want to miss any of this. We're going away to a quick commercial break, but we, we will be right back. My name is Forbes Riley. You're watching The Forbes Factor. Don't go away. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. 
If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just 5 minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit BuySpinGym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey everybody, it's Forbes Riley, and welcome back. What a fun, blessed show that this has been. It just reminds me how much and how wonderful the journey of the last 17 years have been being the mom of boy-girl twins. And uh, just, you know, it's funny because I've got a woman on the show who's not going to have kids. And I've got a woman on the show who's had who's three kids. And it's, it's an interesting vibe because having kids is not the answer for everybody, but I will tell you, it saved my life. It was what I needed to be able to love somebody. And, and, and I, I guess I'm a, such a natural born teacher. I couldn't wait to do all of those things. Um, and then I'm going to do one more plug because on Amazon, the book just came out called What Have You Forbes Lately? And it's a story of 36 authors, uh, entrepreneurs who've gone through massive obstacles, overcome them and created something that no one else thought was possible. Well, that's kind of interesting for both of our guests as well. And that's why I love the concept of the book. We're on to our second one. If you want more information on how to get into the book, please reach out to me on my social media or Forbes Riley at Gmail. Because Brittany, we didn't talk about a lot about this, but she is a survivor and I have focused in my work through Forbes Factor to come and discover that almost 85 to 90% of the people I encounter are survivors of being molested, hurt, raped, and it's devastating. Uh, and it seems to be, it doesn't even matter exactly what happens. As soon as your space is violated, it does something to your, your sensory system. And then I've got Kristen, who is, you know, manifested miracles. I mean, I, I, we didn't hear the end of the valedictorian story because I have to hear that. 
But actually, right now, Miss, I just have to have a mechanic come pop your head and look like. What's the miracle? I lost my keys in my car again for the second time. Yeah. So what does that yeah. mean? Bend down here. Say hi. Well, according to America, uh-huh. I have the fourth most unreliable car. Oh well, I closed the car with my keys. Uh-huh. Oh, the hello. Time. Yeah, it's got a good safety rating though. This birthday girl. This is birthday girl. Happy birthday. birthday. So actually, I've been sure both of these women you would love. Can you can I have a minute of your time? Yes, but then I can't speak for ninety minutes. I have an online. No, 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 no. We're not like she can drive anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you don't have to give any speeches. Actually, Kristen, can you in a few sentences tell McKenna the gist of your story? It's powerful. Yeah. So, so my my two boys, three. I have three kids. My two boys were born blind, and I had never met a blind person. And now Michael is at Penn State. My oldest rocking that huge campus. My Mitchell is a junior in high school and is rocking being as lazy as you possibly can, accomplishing more than anybody else. He's going to have a book someday that's unbelievable. He's hilarious. My daughter, thank goodness, is is very gifted in sports, so she has her own thing. But yeah, but it's definitely going to ride. No, no, no. College. Oh, no, no. Not only how do you go to college, how do you are on a baseball team and no, a football I, my team? My question is, how do you do anything? How do, how do you do anything? That's actually a powerful question. Yeah, so, and it's a very good question because that's the perception. How can a blind person get down the street every day? How can Michael needed to, and Mitchell needed to learn how to use the white cane and they learned Braille. They were numbers one and two that we just drilled. I mean, I was in the schools constantly, elementary school. I had to get over it. I mean, I, there was a long time that I would go to Disney World and and it's that look, I say to the boys now, oh boy, we've got people who have never seen the cane before. Look out, you know, it's all that pity. There was a lot of pity involved early in the journey. Um, but you know what? The more that they got the tools that they needed, learn the stuff that they needed to learn. And then they started kind of, I just wanted to level the playing field with them and their friends in public school. And they ended up out achieving a lot of them. Um, and then, like I was saying that Michael ended up valedictorian and, um, you know, but his, it's funny because he said to this his class of 600 people. So it was this ginormous auditorium with an overflow. And he said that yeah, to be successful in life, you got to build a team of people. It's okay to say you need help. He's had to say he needs help with a lot of stuff. And that's okay. But Michael's final message was life is a two-way street, not a one-way street. You need to be out there looking to see whose team you need to be on, who needs your help, and help them. And he and the place erupted. And a standing ovation, right, for my son that they told us in kindergarten was only going to achieve at 70%. He had every possible cord around his neck. He had the Student Council Executive Board medal. He got all these honors. And, and all of his friends cheering him and the community it was the greatest mom moment that I could have ever. And if I would have had my dreams on him, he would have suffocated. He had, that was his own path that he took because I always say, you got to get them what they need and then follow their lead. Us parents would get out of our kids way, get out of the way, get them what they need, follow their lead and see where it is that they want to go and cheer them on. I think we would have a lot less problems in this world. I agree with that. Wow. Wow. And wow. Can I ask one question about it? Have you ever asked them what the hardest part of their life is? Because like I have my own ideas of what it would be like to be blind. Like what is the actual like hardest part for them? They probably have very different answers. That's a great question. It's a very insightful question. It's actually a very empathetic question too. Um, They have very different personalities. I know for Michael, it's independence. 
he wants to be 100% independent. Thank God Uber came along because when he was turning 16, there was no Uber yet. And that was, that was the first setback he ever had was that he couldn't get his license like everybody else. Cause he's also very much about whatever the current thing is. He's on all over social media. I still have no idea how he does Instagram, but he does it. Um, and Snapchat, they've made it a little bit more accessible and he figures it all out. But um, he was devastated at his 16th birthday and I found out about it through a friend and he's a, Michael's a rock musician. So it just so happened, talk about serendipitous and manifesting. I always took him to rock concerts because that was our thing. Cause that was, I love it. He loves it. Classic rock. His 16th birthday weekend, three of our favorite bands of all time were within a two hour drive of Philly where we live. And he happened to have a long weekend from school and we went and saw all three in New York and Philly. Oh, that's awesome. Still talks about because I didn't want him to be looking at his 16th birthday as the biggest letdown of his life. Mm-hmm. Although he said I went too far because all of his friends were like, hey, Michael, if we don't get our driver's license, will your mom take us to all the concerts? <laughs> you know what I think one of the hardest parts might be for me is not knowing what you look like. That was really hard yeah. for me, too. Freedom. <laughs> okay. I think that would be freedom because we, I spent two, two decades of my life hating the way I looked. <laughs> so, okay. So before we go, before you go, because I know you got to get going. Brittany was 210 pounds. I know. Right. Wow. And a dark hair, angry young woman. And so yeah, when I was in beauty school. I had lost all the weight when I met Chris and uh, the, the sweet little Asian lady said, Oh, before you look like this. Now you're beautiful. <laughs> well, <laughs> I forget that moment. <laughs> Wow. How yeah. did you lose the weight, by the way? What was that inspiration? What was that secret? I stopped talking shit to myself. I stopped saying, I'm so fat. I'm not good enough. Uh, like, my roles, blah, blah, blah. I think that was the biggest change because I was eating healthy. I was working out. I was exercising. I was doing all the right things, which it didn't make sense. I'm like, I am literally doing everything that I know to do like with my food and with my physical activity and nothing is changing. And what I didn't realize is that the way that I was criticizing myself on the inside was so much stronger than the physical actions I was taking on the outside. So my biggest advice is to stop talking shit to yourself and to empower yourself from the inside. I am beautiful. I am confident. I am healthy. Now I eat a plant-based lifestyle and I work out three to five times a week and do yoga in between. So it's like, I do what's necessary to maintain where I'm at, but the biggest shift was the way that I talked to myself. And why no children? Oh, listen to these stories, like so much trauma and so much love. I know, I know, but my my biggest thing is that I've always said I'm gonna be a mother to the world for all the people who need the love that they've never received. And I have a very busy um, path ahead of me so that I, I have a lot to do and a lot to accomplish. And I just don't feel like children fit into that picture if I'm gonna help change the world. Um, I also did a past life regression Um, a few years ago with Chris and I lost a child at a very young age. And I said, I never want to experience the pain of losing a child. And so I kind of, my soul said, I'm done with that whole situation. Um, Whether you believe in past lives or not, it's fine because I have known my entire lifetime. Like it just was a no for me. And so when I met Chris, it was like, Oh my God, you don't want children either. Like, this is, you're my dude. Like, this is what I've always wanted. And he felt the same way because he was like, well, no woman's ever going to marry me because I don't want children and all women want children was his belief. So we ended up being the perfect fit for each other. And then not until I was, you know, late 20s did I realize like, oh, I've had an experience where I've had very 
traumatic pain from the loss of a young child. And that experience was so real for me that it kind of gave me that confirmation, like, okay, I know, I know why I made this choice. And I know that I'm here to do amazing things, um, without having children, you know, like, so if I can just ask, you talked about being molested, which I discovered is about 85 to 90% of the people in our world. And it just breaks my heart. And I, I coach a lot of them. Can you share with us what happened? Yeah, sure. Um, so my, I have a stepdad. My, I have a biological dad. And he started talking to me from the other side when he passed away. And that's how I became a medium and didn't, I didn't plan for it, but that's just how my path unfolded. And uh, my stepdad's children, old, from a different wife came to stay with us one summer and apparently he was sexually abused by his stepfather. So it kind of kept the chain and I was on the other end of that. So um, he would come in and just do some things while I was asleep and then leave. And finally I told a friend because I felt like I needed to say something, but I didn't know who to say something to. And luckily for me, she told her mom and her mom said something to my mom and it started this whole, like, is this true? And he ended up leaving. And I didn't realize that it uh, affected me. Like you talk about psychologically, like your spirit has like a traumatic piece of her like affected whether you consciously realize that or not. And it was through a lot of um, Kundalini yoga and energetic healing and um, like Reiki healing that I actually started to release all of those traumatic blocks that I was holding on to um, from childhood that I had no idea were affecting me um, in this moment in my life you know and of course it manifests itself physically you got to go do some work i love you happy birthday thank you i know that's actually kind of funny those are i mean yeah she doesn't normally stay for big day because there are pretty spectacular stories that i'm listening to um like overwhelming um Brittany, ask Kristen a question please Ooh, what are you what stresses you out the most right now oh as a mom, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, you know, I just got informed by my producers. We have a minute and a half left, so make it quick. <laughs> I'm an I'm a new dog mom, and my two dogs that we got at the exact same time are the reason that my hair is like it keeps going like this. I have oh, to lock yeah, myself yeah. in my office because they're out there. They are they are super duper fun, but trying to train the, the older dog, I mean the bigger dog, um, came from a not very wonderful horrible situation is all we can tell and trying to train her to be trusting and loving and do the things I need her. So to being do. a dog mom, we have to teach Kristen to do sound bites. I adore you so much. Miss <laughs> um, <Ms>. Brittany, <laughs> Kristen, ask Miss Brittany a question. <laughs> um, ask you a question. I can't believe the way that you said that you had, um, what is the, what is the hardest part? Were you able to stay consistently now talking nicely to yourself or you you've got 30 that? seconds my girlfriend go yeah I the answer is yes but I will say that she gets a little crazy during my PMS week and I'm just more mindful and aware to be more loving to myself during those times I love that you call her she that's actually very interesting so that goes part to me part of you thinks that you're wonderful part of you thinks that you're not it's interesting to identify the part and call it a name and actually personify it i could have a long long conversation with both of you this has been such a wonderful blessed show i love that my daughter popped on um here's to being an amazing mom of the universe of kids <laughs> of each other Brittany, you need to reach out to me Kristen, do me a favor i'm at forbes riley at gmail which the entire world knows anyway please pop me your physical address because you haven't seen my spin gym yet 
You don't know, by the way, you can do this whether you can see or not see, and you can feel this. So this is going to make an incredible gift for Mike. I know that. And uh, on that note, I guess we got to go, which is too bad. Uh, if you're listening live, it is December 4th, 2000, oh, 2019. Oh, it's going to be crazy. A couple of weeks, Christmas, and then a whole new decade. Are you ready for it? Make some declarations to yourself. Brittany tells us you need to be nicer. Talk to her or him and say, you know what? I love you. Because if you don't, it gets very diseased and it will leave you. We create and manifest a lot in our world that we don't even realize. Let's make it good. All right, you guys. I'm Forbes Riley. I'll see you again next week. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.